I'm so honored today to be joined by a true American hero, a Navy World War II veteran, 98-year-old Pete Carraro. Pete was born in San Diego on November 3rd, 1925, and just three months before graduating high school, he was drafted into the U.S. Navy. And on the afternoon of December 7th, 1941, when attending a football game at Balboa Stadium in San Diego, it was announced that Pearl Harbor had been attacked. After attending boot camp in San Diego, he went on to radio school, served on ships throughout the Pacific, spending three weeks in Hawaii, and then later in the Marshall Islands. When the bomb was dropped over Japan to end the war, he was discharged in March of 1946 after serving two years in the U.S. Navy. Pete was one of 70 million people to serve in World War II, and he's one of only 150,000 that now remain in the United States. After the war, he returned to San Diego and became a commercial fisherman and then managed a grocery store where he worked with his wife of 64 years. He was born the same year as Johnny Carson, Paul Newman, Dick Van Dyke, Angela Lansbury, Tony Curtis, Jack Lemmon, Rock Hudson, Richard Burton, and the very funny Peter Sellers and Sammy Davis Jr. Thanks for joining us today. We're so honored that you're here. We hope you find some inspiration, motivation, and education. And we can't thank Pete Carraro, my incredible neighbor, for joining us today here in the Sports Teller. My name is Pete Carraro. I was born in San Diego in 1925, November. And you're one of the uh, oldest living World War II veterans. Yes, I believe so. And uh, tell us about Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor, well, I was there. I was on to be there, back there for the 80th anniversary last year. And I had the privilege of taking up the wreath at the cemetery representing 16 million guys, that people that had passed away that were served in the service back then. And it was an honor. And you're, are you going to France, I I'm, heard? I'm going to France on May 31st for D-Day. And on D-Day, that'll be 79 years. And on that same day in 1944, I didn't know that France was being invaded. And I was going overseas to the South Pacific, where I spent a year and a half to the day. I left in 1944, came back in December of 45. And what can you tell us about your experience there and, and uh, how you and your fellow uh, countrymen stayed in touch over the years and, and what that, looking back on it, what it means to you? Well, it was an honor. To, to, to be able to do that. I mean, two things in my life that I am very proud of is serving my country back then, and that was 18 years, I was years old. And I was in the service from 18 to 20, two years, and I went to boot camp, went overseas for 18 months, had enough points when I got back from the war that I got out real quick. And at that, that, that time, you were just charged on the amount of points you had. And the, the more points you had, and I gained more points by being in the war zone. And that, that's the way it worked, so. And what was your responsibilities? Well, I, I was on a water tanker, and what we gave is water to, to, to ships that had, like, were damaged and couldn't supply their own water. And, and then we got water from 
tankers from the United States or someplace every once a month or so. Plus, we used to get water from aircraft carriers because they could produce enough water to service a city of 50,000 people. And we got water from them, and we got water from big battleships. We got water any way we possibly could, but water wasn't a necessity. It was just, just like fuel. And if you didn't have that, it, it was tough. Yeah, if you didn't have the water, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah absolutely. They yeah, probably needed more water than normal, too. Yeah. But then, and, and then uh, how long did that last? Well, I mean, I was, over, I was overseas 18 months to the day. And uh, I, I oversee, basically, it took time to get there. I was overseas in the Marshall Island, and we talked a total for probably 17 months of the 18 months I was overseas. And then and then, how long did you serve total? I, t I sold around two years, exactly. Two years, yeah. and then after you were done serving, uh, what was your what was your life like? What well, did you do? And well, after the after the war in nineteen about forty six, when I got out of the service, I I became a commercial fisherman, and I served. I, I went fishing in San Diego for thirteen years, tuna fishing. At that wow. time, three quarters of the world's tuna was parked packed in San Diego, and I did, I did that for thirteen years. And I, when my children got to be two and four, I thought, do I want to make a lot of money or do I want to raise a family? And I'd rather raise a family at that time. That's amazing. Yeah. We could all learn a lot from that these yeah. days, that's yeah. for sure. Well, and I then guess, you met your wife where? Well, I met my wife for, through her family. Her her brother and I were the same age, and we were buddy-buddy, and I met her that way. Wow. After I got back home, when uh, she it was a couple grades behind me in school, when I got back from school, I... I've been gone a long time. I met the family. We started dating, and for a while we dated. And all of us, she was in her last year in high school, and that, and we were getting, we dated, going with each other. And one day she says, "You care if we don't go date this weekend?" And I said, "Why? What for?" So a guy, one football player, wants to take me out. And I said, <laughs> "So I said, okay." And it was two years later since I that wow. from that time that I saw her again, and, and then we got together wow. after two years, and we ended up getting married. And we were married sixty-four years, wow. and uh, that's amazing. And, and then I'm living in the same house. That's amazing. <laughs> Did you get did you get uh, grilled by her dad? Oh, oh no, her dad mm -hmm. and I, her mother and I, got along excellent. So he yeah. never said, uh, "You better take care of my daughter, or oh, or no. else." Oh no, <laughs> they they knew it for granted. I would be taking care of her. They they were a real good family. And what about your parents? Did they serve in World War One? No, no. My dad uh, was born in Italy. He came to the United States in 1914. Lived in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, for wow. two years, and then moved to San Diego. And been living here ever since. So he was a cheesehead. What's that? He was a cheesehead. Yeah. 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 He must have uh, loved Vince Lombardi. And... Yeah. So it was, are you, a, are you a sports fan? Yes. What's your favorite sport? Well, I mean, powderies uh, are pretty good. I, I really enjoyed the Aztecs this year. It's unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. What a unbelievable. run by that. Yeah. yeah. Brian Dutcher is doing a great but, job over there. But I, last over night I watched Fisher. a Padre game and it made me sick. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had a great year last year. I, yeah, you know, well, it's a long season. It's, it's, it's a long season, but oh, but I mean, last night was a joke. <laughs> yeah, they definitely. They're uh, playing again. I'll, I'll give them give them another day. Absolutely. You got, uh, they're playing at 105 today. <laughs> yeah. So then, after you did uh, your fisherman stuff, then then what? What was going on well, after when that? When I retired from fishing, I. 
I, I opened up a sporting goods store for my son. It's called wow. Sports USA. Oh, wow. And uh, it didn't work out too well for him. And I, after I retired from the grocery business, that's what I did after I quit fishing. And I managed for Big Bear Markets. And I was manager there. And I worked for them for 23 years. Big Bear Markets? Big Bear Markets, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and that was a really good deal. And from my son's business, I... It was quite a large size store, and I condensed it down to a smaller store where I just sold fishing supplies only, and that worked out real good. And I did that for uh, uh, a few years after that when I went to the swap meet one time and unloaded some stuff that I had at, at the in my store on a weekend. I realized that I did more business on on a weekend at the swap meet, and I was ended up being there for about <laughs> eighteen years. Wow, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah. So. And uh, what was the secret to your success of uh, being married for 64 years? I don't know. I'm a heck of a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say. I, don't know, I, don't know. I I'm, I'm proud of my life. My age right now, oh, wow. my eyes are going down the tube, but I, I, I enjoy life. I mean, two things in my life I'm very proud of in serving in the military. You know, 18, you don't know what you're getting into. Right. But be sure to grow Especially up in a hurry. Then, Plus, I was a blood donor. I oh, donated 179 pints of blood to babies and children in the hospital. Wow. Now that's when it, that comes out to almost over 22 gallons of blood. That's that, amazing. Uh, that 179. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. A lot of blood. And so, um, let me ask you this. What's your um, message to the world and, and to the military? Uh, in terms of where we're at now versus back then? Well, right now, it's, it seems like people really don't care. Nothing really bugs anybody. But, I mean, World War II, that was a different generation. I mean, you, 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 18, 19 years old, you, by the time you was 20 my age, I mean, I, I really grew up in 18, in 18 months overseas. You don't realize, right. uh, you know, I mean, life was different. It sure. was different. I mean, uh, uh, I, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, back then, people didn't want to go to war. They went to foreign countries. You right. know? And, and now, I mean, uh, I don't know what would happen if we ever got into war now. Yeah, know? people, our kids are raised differently. Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, it's a lot different. It's a lot, a lot different. I mean, you, you took a little more pride in back then. Now it's, uh, I don't know. People take things for granted and more entitled. Now it's just fun and game is more. Yeah, it's yeah. We yeah. we definitely don't appreciate the history yeah. as much as we could in but a that, lot of ways. Then in my lifetime, though, things have changed. I mean, like, I mean, talking about the prices of different things. I mean, mm. things were a lot cheaper. Right. I, I can remember being a kid. I used to buy gasoline for twelve cents a gallon. Unbelievable. <laughs> twelve wow. cents a gallon. Yeah, but a bottle of milk costs you a nickel or six cents. Delivered by the milkman. By the milkman. Right. And the milk had cream on the top. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So do you have a favorite restaurant here in San Diego? No, no I mean, I like the, I like different restaurants. I mean, do you have a favorite food? food? I like Mexican food. I like Italian food. I mean, Beautiful. it's just, I, I'm... Whatever you're in the mood for. Whatever I'm in the mood for, yeah. If it's good, no matter what kind of food, if it's good eating, I'll, I'll, I'll Amazing. try Amazing. Well, you've definitely peed one at the game of life, man. If if, uh, if I could have next, as they say in basketball, I got next. And uh, 
we should all be so lucky to, to live such an amazing, fruitful uh, life of service. And, uh, you know, you've seen the fruits of your labor. It's truly amazing. So let me ask you one last question. If you could have anybody at your dinner table that you've never met before, past or present, dead or alive, who would you like to have at your dinner table with you? I don't know. It's uh, but, I, but right now, I always think that you're just saying something. I like to have a few people at my dinner. Okay, table. so what few people? I I like to have my grade school teachers. I still remember their names. Their names, and that's been that's been what an impact they had on your life. That's then. that's eight, that's be about eighty-seven years ago. I, I, <laughs> when I graduated in nineteen thirty-six from grade school, wow! I still remember the, the teacher's name. Shout out to them. What were their names? The principal was uh, Peter Snyder. Wow. My teacher's Miss McLeod. My sixth grade teacher was uh, Mrs. Strictly. My fifth grade teacher, Mrs. Walker. Wow. And my science teacher was Mrs. Krauss. That's incredible. And I still remember something Mrs. Krauss said. She used to say, can you fill a glass of water fuller than full? And everybody <laughs> said no. But no, she, she proved that you can. And wow. she filled the glass of water completely full and then took a, 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 a paper clip and laid it on the water and it raised the water above the glass level. The water didn't spill out, so that is That's fuller amazing. and whole. <laughs> I still remember that. That's incredible. So anybody at your dinner table that you've never met before that you'd like to, you know, either past uh, movie stars or like Johnny Carson or, you know, anyone that you've never met before that you would be like, wow, he he or she would be cool to have at my dinner table. Well, I mean, I mean, there's, uh, I don't know. The Someone last, fun? The, the, the last person, when you stop and think about it, there's been a tremendous amount of presidents in my life. Yes. And the one I think I, the last one I think who was actually really a president was President Roosevelt. <laughs> yes, and, and mean, a lot of people would agree with you. Oh yeah, and he was on, I mean, four terms and he would have still been, if he wouldn't have passed away, I think he still would have been president. Absolutely. Yeah, he was, he was different. And he, he was definitely was different, different. Yep, very different. Very famous and, quote too. I mean, in my life, a lot of things have happened and there's so many things, good things, but I mean, I've been blessed. Absolutely. My eyesight is going down the tubes a little bit, but other than yeah. that, my memory is still there. I'm blessed for that. I can Amazing. Tell, well, tell you stories like I'm telling you right now. Well, thanks for sharing your story with the world. And uh, any last words of wisdom for people out there to, to be successful in life? Be good to each other. Amen. Amen. Yeah, Amen. we were not good to each other. Even uh, people on different sides of the aisle, there's a lot of division and and conflict, and we should all come together and, and work to find some middle ground in this country because it, the way it's going, it's not, not working the way that it it's used not, to. It's not working the way it is. Yeah. And I mean, uh, politics, not politics, but vote for the guy you think is going to be the best of a country. Right. You might, you might think uh, that nobody likes Trump. He, he did a lot in the four years in an office, and I believe he's, he's going to make it again this time. No matter who it is, just vote for the person you believe is best for this country. And, you know, whether that's Trump or anybody else. As far as I'm concerned, the last guy that did any good for our country who was in office was Trump. No, a lot of people and what's your like. what's your reasons for that? Because a lot of people would, you know, because you're you're very experienced, like you said, you've I had think, a lot of. I, th I, th I think he's he he he's he's been good. I don't think I don't know if he took any pay or not. Money didn't mean anything. He he did things for the country. I think if we get him back in there, he, he's going to finish what he started. And I think that's what we a lot need. of people would agree with you. Right.
Well, um, continued uh, good health and love. And uh, again, appreciate you you joining us today for a few minutes. Any, any other last words of wisdom? Yeah, every, let everybody start be, loving one another. It's unbelievable how much killings and stabbings is going on. I mean, it's, it's a fad. One guy does it and everybody thinks they, they can do it also. And it, it's get to be a joke. The mass, you mean the mass the shootings? Masses, yeah, it's, it's just yeah. very sad. Killing, I mean, killing children. You know, it's I mean, it's that's that's unbelievable. Yeah, I don't mean sad. nothing to some people, but I guess they're sick and they don't know what they're doing. So yeah, a guy in his right mind doesn't go out and start killing people for no reason. Yeah. There's something something all went wrong with him. Absolutely, know? I agree yeah. with you. All right, Pete, thank you so much. And uh, man, so many people are gonna love hearing your story and. Uh, you know, this will this will be out there for people to hear and see in the years to come. So thanks for joining us. Anything else? Anything else? So. Yeah. Anything else about about your life or lessons about life that you want to share with everybody? Be good to each other. Absolutely. Amen. Respect, All right. Respect your elders. Yeah. You know, it's funny you said that because uh, when, I, when we were growing up, you know, I'm a little younger than you. It was always yes, coach or yes, ma'am or yes, sir. And yes, sir. Man, you're right. And then something something's been lost in that area. No, I agree. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your day and and your your exercising. It's amazing. And you're what are you? Ninety six now. Pushing ninety eight. Ninety eight. Oh my God. So what are you gonna do on your hundredth birthday? Oh God. You know something? You might joke about. I think I'm gonna be around. <laughs> yeah. So do I. Do you have any big plans? You know, I always said that if I was uh, alive on my hundredth birthday, I want to go golfing at Torrey Pines. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I, I used to, I, I played Torrey Pines. I played quite a few golf courses. In oh, Saturday. wow. I haven't golfed in probably 12, 15, 13 sure. years, but I used to, used, to, used to golf on Mondays and Thursday and fished on Wednesday. Oh, that's amazing. And then I used to work around the yard, and I used to, I really, that, back then I used to be a handyman. I do, sure. built quite a bit of stuff around my home. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. what an honor to share time with you. And uh, he's been my neighbor for, jeez. I've been in my house a long for time. over 66 years. That's amazing. Yeah, you and you got I'm that the, house on the I'm GI Bill, right? Yeah, I'm the original owner. I, would you believe I paid sixteen thousand one hundred twenty-five dollars <laughs> for my house? And, the and it's worth was, a million now. Just a little over a million. And not only that, uh, the payment was ninety-two, and I told my wife, "How the heck are we going to pay this for the next thirty years?" <laughs> Oh, $92. Would you say $92 a month? Uh, a month Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> God, I can't. I got something else I want to let you know. I've been around so long that I used to sell the San Diego Union Tribune paper for three cents. Three cents. Three cents. And the Sunday paper was a dime. Well, that's you and I have something in common. I used to have a paper route myself. Amazing. The Detroit Free Press. <laughs> yeah, you used to be able to buy the paper for the month for 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> well, times have definitely changed, oh, but yeah. uh, man, thanks for joining us again today. That was amazing. Well, it's uh, nice to be able to say some, something to somebody. Yeah. Oh, there'll be a lot of people that really enjoy this and appreciate you. Thanks for your service to this country and uh, definitely for winning at the game of life. Thank you. I'm glad I'm an American. Yeah, absolutely. You God bless care. America. All Thank right. You, thanks, Pete. Yeah. All right. Honor talking. All right, you too. Have Bye. a good Salute. Yeah. So this is Pete. He's one of the oldest living. I'm 11. 11, that's a good age. One of the oldest living World War II veterans. Really? Yes. He's 98 years old. My grandpa was in Vietnam. Oh, wow. Interesting. She's a little gal. I'll give her a little hug. How's that? Oh!
Can you just hugged one of the oldest World War II veterans in the history of the United States right now. It's amazing. Thanks, Pete. Boy, that was phenomenal. Great job and much love to everyone. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for joining us. Remember, Black Lives Matter. Stop the bullying. Stop the Asian hate. Contact your local and state politicians for any inequalities for any individual or any group that's being marginalized. Also, everyone, we want to raise awareness for those individuals that are currently imprisoned for nonviolent offenses, in particular those with long-term sentences that are disproportionate in particular to those people in the black and brown community. And I want to send a shout out to 40tons.co. 40 Tons is a socially conscious cannabis brand. And they're a social enterprise using the regulated cannabis industry to fight injustice, in particular for cannabis prisoners. So check them out again at 40, the number four, the number zero, tons, plural, 40tons.co because what they're doing in the cannabis space and being a socially conscious company is truly incredible and uh, they have my full support and also wanted to remind all of you if you're having a tough time you can always call the suicide prevention lifeline and that number is 800-273-8255 that's 800-273-8255 and now you can call 988. That's it. All you got to do is dial 988 from any phone. And they are available 24-7, 365 days. And if you want to follow me on social media or check out other episodes of this amazing Sports Deli podcast or any of my other podcasts, go to my link tree at linktree backslash Mike Hootner. And if you'd like to support us, at the Sports Deli. We'd love to have you either make a one-time donation or feel free to make a donation monthly, either 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. If you have uh, questions about that, send me an email again to thesportsdeli at gmail.com and I will send you the link on how you can do that. Uh, You can also find it at the bottom of every podcast on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts. Link at the bottom to support the show. Please check Check out our website at thesportsdelipodcast.com. Make sure that we continue the conversations with regards to three strikes and you're out and mandatory minimums, especially people that are in jail for nonviolent offenses. So those things need to change. And remember, gents and ladies, please remember to do your monthly self-breast examinations And remember, guys, this afflicts about 1,500 men annually, with about a third of those resulting in death. So we want to make sure that we do our monthly self-breast examinations, both men and women. And guys, remember to do your self-testicular examinations every month as well. Until next time, remember it takes a village. I'm Hootie Hoot. This has been a production of Hootie Hoot Productions. Thank you for joining us in the sports deli, where everyone deserves a seat at the table. Remember it takes a village. Much love, everybody.